What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs? Hello and uh, welcome back to uh, episode eleven of uh, What If Humans Laid Eggs. Um, as you probably noticed, we've taken a week off. Oh, ooh, I should say I'm Sam. <laughs> I'm just going straight into it. I am. I'm Jack. Um, and I am Tim. Yep, there we go. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going straight I into love... that. I just ignore you guys. Yeah, the commitment, the commitment there. Just like Nashi, let's just let's go straight in. Let's just start straight away. But um, <laughs> as I was saying, yeah, we took a week off, didn't we? A, a sort of um, a well-earned break. A yeah. Week to... Just you a know, mini hiatus about what we've done. <laughs> yeah, because that was we're, a nice body of work, like 10 episodes, have a break. You know, that's the way the yeah, TV yeah. show do it. Yeah. Recharge a week the creative to think, juices. Exactly. A too. week to think about where we've come from and where did we go. And where we're going. Mm. And where we're going, yeah, most importantly. Cotton and on Joe. that, we have a check. Yeah, I was hoping one of you would go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even get that. Went straight over my head. I was so disappointed. Oh, that was a really short period there. of time. Was, there, yeah, it was there for the take. I was like, please, someone do it. Someone. <laughs> oh. um, so yeah, on on the subject of where we're going, we we've decided to change things up a bit from here on out. Um, so instead of staying rigorously to sports and films as our first two sections, normally the other way around, films and sports, we're going to open it up to anything in the bloody world. Yeah, so anything. Anything at all. Anything. Get loose with it. You can talk about Jack's grandma. You can talk about Sam's hair. You can talk about beer. You can talk about uh, more of Sam's hair. <laughs> See, we, we've expanded our um, opportunities and uh, I think it's good. Although, we are going to stick with the um, like the old format for this episode and then from next episode, we're going to debut the new format. Yes. Yeah. I believe. Because I, so... I know we talked about it, I completely forgot and just... Although my research was, like, done, like, five minutes ago. So maybe that's not really an excuse. As all podcast research should be done yeah. five minutes before Absolute last minute. How have you been, though, man? Yeah, I've been all right. Uh, just a bit bored of it all. Uh, just a bit, a bit, what, I don't know. Poem or just all of it? Just bored of everything. I don't seem to have much interest in a lot at the moment. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. You should uh, yeah. crack open a good book. So I've been trying to. I think the problem was, it's not a problem, but I was reading why I'm no longer talking to white people about race. So am I. I, I have read book. that book. It's really good. Have you read it, Jack? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm almost finished. I'm on the last chapter, or the second to last chapter. But I'm really, it's... Um, 
Yeah, it's really good, this book, honestly. It is. It's a really good book. But I just, I think, like, the last four books I read, one was, like, two were on Auschwitz. One was just about the war or something really depressing. And then this was the next one. I was just like, oh, just, like, I kind of need some, like, light fantasy to take my mind off stuff. Yeah, so, um, yeah. That is quite a heavy set. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting through it, but I think it's like I need to know what's next and I think I need some nice fantasy yeah I read um before reading this I read uh, The Old Man and the Sea by Hemingway which is a really cool like I read it in one sitting I think it's like the only book I've ever read in one sitting wow yeah um it's it's quite short and it's very like kind of fast paced there's no it's it's a very like it's like 97 pages long there are no like chapters it's all to it all take takes place over like one um like moment you know like there's no breaks okay. in the story it's it's continuous so you can very much just yeah. sit there and just like page after page after page and it's yeah like it's so short it was probably taking about two hours to read um mm-hmm. and before that i read Kerouac's on the road which is another great like fascinating tale of you know it's, it's a really good um i like reading books like that where it's like the character is going on all these journeys and meeting new people because if it's just like one story that takes place if it goes on for too long it can get a bit kind of boring but yeah, yeah. I yeah. recommend both those books actually to anybody who's interested I should mm. probably read one of them yeah I've been bad with books <laughs> as of late yeah. how have you been Sam? I've been alright I'm back at work now so um I guess it's, you know, start, things are getting a bit more familiar, I guess. Uh, enjoyed my, like, three-month, like, holiday. <laughs> paid leave. Yeah. It was kind of glorious. Uh, it was getting a bit boring, but, I mean, you know. it. But, no, it, it is good to be back, actually, although I am actually pooped. You know, mm. just in two days. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Just, ugh. You know, I think part of that is to, like, get my sleep, get my sleeping pattern back and then, like, trying to familiarise myself with what I do for a job, which requires a lot of, like... Remembering what you yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. Brain power. So that's fun. <laughs> and it's also annoying because, um, like, a lot of my projects are still on hold and I've only really been brought back because... The people who are working throughout me when I was on furlough, the people who continue to work throughout all of that, um, they're like going on their breaks, they're like summer breaks for a couple of weeks, uh, in the next few weeks. So, uh, I'm basically okay. there to like cover for them or say they're away, which is fair enough because, yeah, they've worked like solidly for the past three months in not probably not the best conditions. So, I'm more than happy to mm. repay the favor because they were like covering my shit as well but yeah no other than that it's pretty chill pretty chill how about you mm. young jack how oh. are you we've lost jack i'm back i don't know no, what is back. going on with my with my internet it's dropped out twice now and i'm like Hello. we jinxed it you jinxed it by saying it was good you'll uh yeah, we can, out a uh, bit back there it was like immediately after we said that about two seconds later it's like oh Oh, oh, okay, now I'm gone. 
<laughs> I think we can. Um, like most of that was just me rambling on, so I think we can keep most of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can probably yeah. keep most of it, but we, there we, is we a bit where we, we were like, dum da dum, twiddling our thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 a few minutes ago. <laughs> so maybe uh, chop that bit out. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do some yeah, ta- tactful cuts. Hey, I like the pun. Oh, <laughs> very good, yeah. Tell us about, tell oh. about you, Jack. Uh, or maybe more interestingly, your brother. <laughs> well, Tim. Yeah, who cares about you, Jack? <laughs> oh, you, you've you pre you preempted my topic. <laughs> oh well, let's just sail straight on in then. <laughs> Unless yeah, okay. Sam's first. Um, yeah, Sam is first, but we could always swap if yeah. if we feel like it. Oh no, but do, do you have we, any we news, live in a, Jack? We have in a, we live in a seamless world now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, yeah. So, I, my what I was going to talk about this part this week it has kind of two parts, completely unrelated. So we'll start off with the part that we we kind of segued into by Tim by accident, mm-hmm. and then I've I've kind of fucked it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, my brother is currently probably not that far from you, Tim. He's off the, the coast of Kent. Yeah. Battling in waves and wind. Um, as uh, he's part of a team of four students attempting to row around um, the UK. So, yeah. That is so uh, a huge feat to attempt. <laughs> what's impressive about that like isn't just the fact that they're rowing or the fact that it's a massive distance but also they're attempting to do it in in one go yeah unsupported and Unsupp- yeah they're not un- coming into shore they're just out on a boat in the ocean um yeah it's that's kind, it's, yeah. It's, it's, that's kind yeah. of crazy how, how does it work <laughs> So how many people are rowing at one time? So what they are doing yeah. is um, they are doing sort of two hours on, two hours off is the plan. Okay. So there's there's so there's two of there's two of them rowing at any one time, four on the boats, I think. Sometimes there might be three of them rowing. But yeah, the aim is to do that. And like they do stop sometimes if like the tide is going against them, then because at the moment the tides are really strong, there is literally no point in them rowing at that point because they either don't go anywhere or more likely they go backwards. So they yeah. just like drop an anchor, start going, have a little around. rest, and then um, wait till the tides go in the direction they want it to, and then they start rowing again. Um, I didn't realize they had an they... anchor. Yeah, yeah, they got an anchor and a I sea it was a anchor, small... which is different. A... a sea anchor on a tiny rowing boat. No, okay, so a sea that anchor really... is... <laughs> A sea anchor is not just a big anchor. It's like what you use as an anchor when you're when the the water is too deep for you to realistically use an actual anchor. So they just like I don't know what it is, it's something they put in the water and it basically just ballasts them slightly. They drift a bit, but not too much. Oh, wait, yeah. so you're saying it's not actually an anchor. It's something that sits 
and yeah. keeps them <laughs> from moving. But it's not like a big well, bit of metal on a piece of rope. They do like have a bit of word. metal on a piece of rope, like a regular anchor as well for when they're like, for when it's quite shallow. Okay. <laughs> but well, I've yeah, never heard of a sea anchor. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know. That was incredible. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. 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 They had a bit of a um, terrifying time on Sunday night. Because essentially what happened is a storm turned up when they were trying to get round Kent. Um, and they also yeah, had the right tide the going the sea. wrong way. Yeah. Not, yeah, North Sea, not Black Sea. Um, oh, oh, yeah, North Sea. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they like... Um, that would have been really far. That would, that would have been very, very far <laughs> out the way, the Black Sea. Um, yeah, it just like, there was just nothing they could really do. It's just... The, it was too much wind and too much sea and it was really big. Genuinely, it sounded horrific and I was incredibly stressed all of yesterday. So but, they just, um, they had to just wait out on their little rowing boat with their sea anchor? Uh, yeah, they had it for a bit, but because the tide was taking them in the wrong direction, they didn't bother with the sea anchor then because that would have made them go more in the in the wrong direction against the tide, I think. Right. But anyway, yeah, they ended up 20 miles off land, sort of halfway to Belgium. Um, oh, my they, God. That's they spent, horrifying. Yeah, they spent most of yesterday once they um, once the wind had calmed down and the tide was going the right way, coming back. And they got back to Margate, which is where they were about 24 hours beforehand at three, with the tide then going the wrong way. So they anchored up using their actual anchor, because it was shallow enough, and then they've gone quite a long way today. But, yeah. And how long will it wow. take them? Well, They think it'll take them about a month. Jesus Christ. A wow. month? How did they yeah. get the food? How does they've, that work? They've brought it all with them. Yeah. They brought a month's worth of food for four people and yeah, a month's two worth of anchors on a rowing boat. <laughs> just fruits like taped to every part of their body like yes. oh, so I really just like rip one off about <laughs> four, about four million fruits yeah. <laughs> yeah a shitload like, of nice fruits buoyant fruits <laughs> like, how, how many fruits do we have on board oh a metric shit ton yeah that is that is yeah. the correct measure <laughs> No, yeah, but they, yeah, they've bought, it's all like dehydrated army ration packs, but it's not like they're eating a normal amount of food because they are rowing for like literally half the day. They've got like 6,000 calories a day that yeah. for three, so it is a lot of food. Yeah, I was going to say, because you need to keep up that, keep up the yeah. energy, shit. I think it's the, it's the non-stop thing that really fucking gets me. Like, yeah. there's always somebody rowing unless they have to stop for, like, weather. Yeah, pretty much. It's mad. And they're it's... going to be the youngest... If they can do it, they're going to be the youngest guys to do it. Because they're all, like, 20. They're all super young. Yeah, yeah. They're... So my brother is the oldest one of them. He's 22. And then two of them are 21 and one's 20. <laughs> so it's a young crew. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Nutters. All we were doing were that nutters. age. 
Definitely not rowing around the UK. Yeah. No, we're jesters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing up on each other. Uh. Yeah. It was uh, a very a different different experience for us. Should we say? (laughs) What a nutter! Oh fuck! I mean, it is it is billed as the toughest rowing race in the world, Um, and it is so difficult that four boats have ever finished it since they started it in 2005. Only like, four? Where? Only What's four boats. What's the record, boats. like, time? 26 hours, eight... No, 26 days, um, yeah. eight hours or something. <clears throat> so so they're, they're, they're aiming for that, then? Are they aiming to be the record, or are they just trying to do it? Uh, well, I think, first and foremost, they're just trying to do it, because, mm. yeah, that would put them... I mean, put it this way, more people, I think at the moment, about the same amount of people have stood on the moon as have completed this race. <laughs> yeah. That's a good stat. I like that. That's I think, great. Yeah. You I think cur- currently, if they do it, it'll be more people who have done the race than stood on the moon. But still, it's a very small amount of people. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon they'll, yeah. they'll get, like, media attention? Do you reckon there's, like, a potential... I, hope I mean so. that's a big deal. Like they'll be the youngest, and there'll be like a group of like a there'll be a, only a small group of people who've ever done that. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool, and it's all yeah. for charity as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they I should say at this point um, that they're raising money for two really good charities. Um, one of which is called Just One Ocean, which is like um, sort of a one of the one of the charities like helping to understand how plastic and is sort of affecting the oceans and how to fix that. Um, so as, as part of that, they're taking a load of water samples as well. Whilst they're rowing around the UK, they're just also casually taking some water samples. Take cheeky water samples. Scooping yeah. up cuts of water. For, for yeah. old research. Yeah. <laughs> Ship them off back to Portsmouth. They'll run generic tests on them. No, I don't know what they'll do, but it'll be very clever. And the other charity they're doing it for is the... British Red Cross COVID response. So that's obviously solid, a very solid pertinent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good charities, good times. Yeah, yeah. blockbusters there. Yeah, <laughs> Some, uh, yeah. Really yeah. Cool. So um, yeah, I'll um, I put the link to their website in this podcast. I mean, I have spent the last week yeah. and a half basically spamming links everywhere. Um, but why not? We'll put it here and, um, yeah. yeah, hopefully they can get some more media attention and get the hype growing as they, I reckon uh, if they around. get near to doing it, if they get near to like actually completing it, that's when the media hype will start. Yeah. 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 Because it's kind you of like anyone can try, not in a rude way, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. can try. Me and you and Jack could be like, well, let's just row to, uh, I don't know, <laughs> Africa. And we could go get in a road boat and get in the sea, but until we actually nearly get there, we're never going to get any attention. Yeah, yeah. I think once they get round, once they get round the top of Scotland um, and are coming back down again along the the east coast of the UK, then at that point it's like, oh yeah, now we're we're pretty we're pretty legit now. We're on for it. Um, Yeah. How far up are they going? Are they just gonna hug? They're just gonna go around like John O'Groats? Are they gonna go all the way up past like? Shetlands and 
the yellow islands up there. Is it like the shortest? Is it the shortest? Yeah, I think they'll go. go Yeah, they'll go round John O'Groats Run, have a fun extra two hundred miles up to Shetland. (laughs) 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 Yeah, they'll be like, you know what, boys. Yeah, you know, boys, we're not making this hard enough. Let's go by Norway. <laughs> are they are they cutting off Ireland or are they going round Ireland? Are they going I, up the little... Yeah, I think they'll go up the Irish Channel. Mainly because the okay. Atlantic is, is just a big, bad ocean. And if you can put Ireland That's in the way, big, then bad ocean. why would you not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those little barrier. <laughs> Yeah, just, you know, but that, put, put a country between them. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, exactly. That is, kind of speaks speaks of the scales that these these mental boys are dealing with. It's like, oh, yeah. well, we'll just make sure we go there because then an entire country can block us from an entire sea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only way yeah. I think about it. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. it's still, though, it's, it's a uh, massive body of water. Um, yeah. So what's, like, the t- most difficult stretch? Because I would have thought not really being a seafarer in any way... I would have thought, like, the Irish Sea, that, like, corridors... Um, you always hear You can well. get quite... Yeah, you, I mean, the Irish Sea... I don't know too much about the Irish Sea, to be honest. I've only ever really sailed in the, like, the English Channel. Um, I think the Irish Sea, you can get big storms, but you've got quite a lot... I mean, so the wind mainly comes from the west here in the UK. So um, you've got a lot of places you can hide in the Irish Sea quite well. Um, the most difficult yeah. bit, I think, based off what's happening at the moment anyway, is probably where they are now in the English Channel because they've got quite big winds and they're all from the west, which is where they're trying to go. Um, and you've got mm. quite big... You've got big tides, especially at the moment. So basically what happens um, with the tides is they're... They're on like a two-week cycle because it depends on how close the moon is to us. So when the moon is closer, the tides are obviously bigger in either direction and therefore the currents in the tides are stronger. Um, and right yeah. now, it is the, it's the strong point in the tides and it's also windy in the wrong direction. So they're <laughs> having to do a lot... They have to do a lot of tactics right now. They're like getting up to the edge of like... Um, headlands and stuff and they're having to sit behind the headland and wait until the tide is going the right direction and then they're like steam around the headland and towards the next one and they do it again i think is probably what they're going to end up doing for the moment at least until the wind and the tide come down in about a week or so how how much of a because like the the english channel is one of the busiest um stretches of water in like the world right yeah and like, so how much of an effect, because they're in a little boat, like, because mm. whenever, every, every time you go across a channel and even like living in Southampton, you go down, you go down yeah. to the docks and you see just the massive, yeah. uh, like container ships or cruise, cruise ships that you yeah, see. Yeah, cruise ships. Like yeah. one of them going past you, even if it's like a mile away, like I'm sure the, like the, the, whatever you call the it, wake. the current that comes off the back, the wake, that's going to fuck you up yeah. if you go and like across it. Yeah, it's, I mean, so, well, so far, the waves have been really bloody big anyway, um, just because of the weather. So, at the moment, any shipping they come across is, is the wake is immediately just destroyed in the waves. Um, 
Ah, uh, yes, good point. Yeah. Mm. The, the more worrying thing, really, is having a... You, you've got to try and avoid having a ship hit you. Because <laughs> these are massive yeah. boats. <laughs> and, like, they're in quite a big rowing boat. It's, like, 10 metres long. But still, you compare it to, like, a ship that's 400 metres long and massive. Um, yeah, it's not like when you're driving, you can just slam the brakes and come to a quick stop. It's like these are massive ships yeah. that can't move. Yeah. So if you're in, in its yeah. way... Once they're moving, you're fucked. You you have to move. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, one way they have got around that is they've got something called an AIS tracker on their boat, which I don't know what it stands for. But basically, all the like the big proper like the ferries and the the ocean liners and stuff, they all have this tracker on, and they can all see all the other trackers, which is basically how I've been following their progress. Um, so they can the big ships can see where they are um and yeah it was quite funny when on uh sunday nights when they were basically going the wrong direct beginning to go the wrong direction because the wind was stupid um you could see all these like boats that you just know are massive like just like changing their course and going around this tiny little boat <laughs> um oh, so on they, the tracker oh yeah because, well, because at that point, like, I mean, basically, yeah, because no one wants to hit another boat out on the sea. So you, you will adjust your course a little bit and that, that means you miss. And like, you can Even see... Even though it's just the, the like a, a small rowing boat and these massive like container ships. Yeah. Are... That's cool though. Yeah. No, yeah, that is reassuring yeah. that at least, at least those big boats are looking out for the little ones as well as just the little ones having to keep an eye on the big ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I think uh, the worst yeah, very, thing about this very childish way to describe sea traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a simplistic. But like, what about a nighttime? Uh, yeah, nighttime. Do they have like a big light? How yeah, do you yeah. not get hit in their in foreheads? The night? I guess the tracker does it, but <laughs> in the, the forehead, it, yeah. yeah, big. They all got yeah. lights on their foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've got they've got a boat light. So the scary thing. The the scariest thing so far was um, on Sunday night when they were being swept off to Belgium. At some point, due to the wind and stuff, the tracker stopped working in the middle of the night. Oh, so the... Um, yeah. oh God. Which was terrifying, um, I think, for all the mothers of the crew members who then look in the morning and see there's been no transmission for three hours on the tracker. Uh, it's not a good thing to wake up for oh my god yeah that that, yeah basically sunday nights and monday uh yesterday were not relaxed days put it that way hopefully (laughs) we won't have too many more of those until they finish yeah so is there i I just like one last question i think uh is um is there like are they inside the boat or are they like sitting? It's like an open top thing. So do do you know like what those do you know what the like the rowing boats that people like row across the Atlantic in look like at all? No. Okay, so it's basically I know they're not the little ones that they go Yeah, on yeah, it's with. it's not like the ones yeah, that they I'm do imagining... like the Olympic. I'm imagining ones like a beefy like thing. Yeah, yeah. But... It's like yeah, it's a big boat. It's like ten meters long, which in is is like the size of a fairly significant 
sailing yacht, basically. They're, they're not, it's not like a little tiny boat, but it's still pretty small. Um, and at either end, there's like cabins where they have like all their communications equipment and they sleep and food and stuff and all the various things. And then in the middle, there's an open cockpit area where there's like three proper slidey rowing seats attached and the oars go in there. So they're like uh, okay. rowing out in the weather. Um, if you go to their Instagram page, which I recommend everyone follows, uh, uh, at x.enduro, you can see a video they posted up today of them rowing in the, um, in the, big, the big seas. And you can kind of yeah. see what it looks like. And that's X spelled E-X-E. E-X-E, yes. Okay. Yes. Enduro. Can I have a look at that? Yeah. They're gonna get I recommend some everyone goes absolutely, and follows. They're going to get some sick sunsets. Imagine the sunsets you'd see out at, like, out on the boat in the middle of the ocean. It'd be amazing. Mm. Yeah. And you'd get a lot less light pollution on the sea. So you can see the yeah. stars and the Milky Way and everything. Especially when they're sweet up around Scotland, to, like, yeah go through the channel especially because they're so close to shore that they'll also mm. get to see like um like the coastlines and uh yeah like yeah. cities and stuff yeah that'd be really, really cool yeah it, it's definitely less boring because you can see you have stuff to look at going past whereas if like yeah. you do an atlantic row or something you just like, like, like nothing you, you you go out of the sight of the land on the first day and then you row for about 50 days and on the last day, you see land again. So but that's, that's yeah. seeing land for the first time after like fifty days must be the best feeling ever. Must if you're like growing, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's another edition of uh, uh, Willy News. Um, oh. <laughs> Jack, maybe maybe you throw in like a news bulletin like sound effect if you have one. I'll find one. You know, like the dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Yeah, just steal it from the BBC or something. Yeah, yeah, I'll find, um, I'll find something. So yeah, in typical lazy fashion, um, like I said, yeah, like five minutes before we started, I just scrolled through the BBC uh, app and picked out some interesting looking headlines and just thought we'd. Uh, Try to go into them in a bit more detail. So, <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, there's a shitload of stuff going on at the moment. I can't really keep track. There's but a lot of the, going on. <laughs> the biggest thing, one of the, one of the, yeah, one of the biggest things I saw a few days ago actually, but I saw it again today, was uh, Ghislaine Maxwell has been arrested by the FBI, uh, for, um, horrible fucking stuff. <laughs> Pretty. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, you know, everyone knows that she is um, Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend or ex-wife, ex-wife, like accomplice, sidekick, acquirer of vulnerable young women in chief. That as well. Um, <laughs> if you want to be a bit more on the nose with it, um, I mean, yeah. yeah, she was um, essentially responsible for sort of recruiting these young girls. For Epstein to abuse, um, and she got away with it for well as long as he did, until now. Yeah, a bit longer, but mm. um, so she, finally it looks like she's being brought to justice. But you know now, as the way 
the internet goes, everyone's sort of all saying the same thing, which is preemptively, uh, Glenn Maxwell didn't kill herself. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just oh, have this God. horrible feeling that... Because the thing is, like, she's fucked, essentially. Like, the evidence yeah. against her is, uh, like, yeah. it's it's massive. So what's going to happen, I suspect, is that, you know, she's going to dish out on all the people that were involved with Epstein, you know, like Prince Andrew, um, potentially presidents, ex-presidents, people of significant, significant power. Yeah. Um, the people sort of who are allegedly behind, um, you know, like, you know, if you, the people who, let's, you know, kill Jeffrey Epstein, you know, those yeah. are the people that don't want this Quite stuff to come point. out. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, it's interesting to see what, what's going to come out now that they finally got somebody. It's like, it's, it's, you know, we couldn't get Epstein, but the next best person is Glenn Maxwell. So it's like, it's like the, uh, I don't know, the Goering or Goebbels to Hitler. <laughs> you know, it's like we've got number two. I like that comparison. Yeah, like yeah. she's got just the same yeah. info. So it's almost as if, like, you know, you don't need, need Epstein. Like, we know he did it, and in one way or another, like, he got what what he deserved. But now we want, like, the information. We want to see how, how high this goes. So Yeah, but I'm really, I just, I would love to believe that happens. I'd love to believe we hear all the names and everyone gets taken down for this, but it just won't happen. There's too well, much not think... power. Yeah, but I think it's such massive... The, the 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 sensitivity of this information, I think, will have to come out. You know, people want to know. People need to know. Like you are right. Clinton and Trump or yeah. whoever, Prince Andrew, if they're responsible, like, we're going to have to know. And if she's going to ditch, yeah. then I think we're going to hear it. I don't think there's any way she could get, like, effectively prosecuted and charged and convicted for anything without us knowing exactly what happened. You know? I... I don't know. I feel like there'd be a government cover-up. I feel like there'd be something. You think? Yeah. I think they wouldn't allow that news to be out, which is so wrong, but I just don't think they would. Imagine if they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, the President of the United States is a confirmed pedo. Like, well, then get him. What, like, what the fuck happens? Like, yeah. this yeah. is the FBI as well. The FBI, he, he employs the FBI. He's, I don't know. I'd love to believe it, but I just, I really worry it's just not going to happen. Mm. What do you think, Jack? Um, I don't know. Uh, the truth should come out, I think. I don't know <laughs> what should. will happen. Yeah, it should. But, yeah. <laughs> there was actually, yeah, in, in the mean, yeah. report from the FBI, it was... <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Good input. Yeah. From the FBI and back to Tim in the studio. There was, a, <laughs> there was, it was really interesting. But when they arrested her, they described her as living in a beautiful countryside manor, which is like, it's a really weird way to describe how someone's been, like, staying or like that's not really how FBI reports are written. But it was almost mm. done in a way that's kind of like this woman is so evil. She has gone and lived in this beautiful place despite these horrific allegations. Yeah. And it's just like, 
it was really interesting and the news people were like it's strange that they wrote it like this but the only way we can think they meant it is a, as a juxtaposition as to her crimes and I was like mm. oof I like that, that. Good, yeah I didn't think of that that is yeah that's good but it's almost like I, I suppose mm. what's awful about the whole like blatancy of it because she knows that she she obviously knows that people are looking at her ever since the mm. Epstein thing went off like people have been looking at her since day one of that and the fact that yeah. she's just like living it up in some fucking mansion is like yeah like, yeah. fuck you. At it's least like, like the decency to yeah. hide out or something. Don't, like, yeah. flaunt the fact that... Uh, how has she been able to do that since this all finally was started happening, you know? That's a good point, how yeah. Is, I, did, yeah. I was thinking that, like, because I just watched the Epstein documentary um, mm. or this, like, this series on Netflix yeah. Yeah, like a week ago. That. It is pretty good. It's troubling. It, it really is troubling. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not too many... Be true crime things like affect me um yeah but this was like it, it yeah um but anyway um and i was thinking yeah like a week ago like how the fuck hasn't she been caught yeah but then in my head i'm like i bet they're building a really strong case so it's like ironclad i bet they're doing yeah. the same thing with prince andrew like they're taking their time <laughs> to make sure that there's no fucking way out you can't screw it she can't squirm her way out which, yeah so maybe it did have to take that long, but oh, finally they got yeah. her because she is That's just what, as bad. I mm. think they said that they were like they just needed to make sure the time was right. That's why it took so long to get her. But now they've got her, so you're right. They probably just built a really strong case. Yeah, I, I don't so. think they were just twiddling their thumbs, just like oh, you know, maybe we should go get her. I think they were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you think she'll yeah, be in? Like, should we wait? Let's wait another half an hour. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, oh, that was about time. Really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, wait, I forgot. A couple of years has passed. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least that's what I hope. And I'm pretty sure that was the case, that they were just making sure it was legit and they could get up for yeah. as much stuff as they could. Mm. But, uh, yeah. do you know, I, yeah, must have, be. have, you, have you guys seen the Prince Andrew, that, like, amazing interview he did with Channel 4 oh, or the BBC? Oh, my God. God. Why did he do that interview? My God. Just incredible. Oh. Yeah, I don't... He couldn't have handled yeah. it any worse. Just... No. He he basically set the raging bonfire that was this case already. He poured a shit ton of napalm on it and turned it into <laughs> yeah. a full-on bushfire. It's like, that's... Uh... I mean... No. And that just goes... Well. I think that definitely goes against him in in terms of like some people say oh he was in an attempt to make himself you know look good by being very forthright and coming forward and you know obviously not being prepared because he does nothing to hide blah 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 blah. but i think it's just that the arrogance of it thinking yeah just stroll into this interview talk his way out of it and everyone's just gonna forget about it and it just didn't happen for him which is great didn't come off, no. Didn't come That's... off, did it? <laughs> I saw a thing that was saying about what are the chances that the UK would disband the royal family. And it was like, it's quite unlikely because public favour is currently, they like the royal family. But all it would take is a few couple of scandals and some mm. like people from internal, from inside the royal family to move away from it. And it would mm. start to falter. And then, yeah. like, 
Prince it's basically Harry what's and Meghan yeah. have just moved away from it. And then Prince Andrew happens. If this comes out, it's like, those are the two things that said this in this book I read. So, I mean, who knows? But it's a good setup to get rid of the royals if you yeah. want to. I think, because we, we often underestimate just, how, like you said, just how popular the royal family actually are in terms yeah. of like the older generations and obviously tourism is massive for tourism. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, yeah, cause, yeah, I, I just don't know how it could go away. But yeah, unless these things just keep happening and you don't mm. want them to happen because of obviously you don't want bad things to happen. But yeah, yeah maybe a few more. I think what would really have done it is if everything that happened with Prince Andrew happened to like, it was actually Prince Charles. Because he's obviously oh, next in God. line. Yeah. I think that would have been yeah. like the powder keg. But I don't know, yeah. I think they'll be fine. They're pretty like... They probably will be fine. But yeah, it's just interesting that I read that and that was before both these things happened. And now it's like, mm. hmm, interesting. Yeah, it's all <laughs> yeah. coming down. Um, yeah, Jack, you got another hot take for us? On on what on the the future of the royal family? Yeah, why not? We 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 morphed into <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> Keep um, you on your toes. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think I was really prepared for this sort of conversation. I'll be honest. Um, I, I just like, gave you a hint before the show. No, I know, but my knowledge is just it's it's <sighs> it's not. It's not. It's not on the level of you two. Clearly, I know the the sort of vagaries of the subject, but. I don't know oh. all the specific got, uh, ins and outs. Have you but, got another um, news story? <laughs> um, yeah, I made a just... Me or Sam? <laughs> <laughs> so I've got... Um... Just tossing Jack a rope. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Jack, what do you think about um, the... Uh, I mean, but, I would have answered. It? I was just giving some context so that I don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know. But well, no, do you think, do you think, what do you think of the royal family? I, mm. um, well, personally, I'm sort of ambivalent to slightly okay with them. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're fine. They're good. Um, I'm not sort of super one side or the other. I'm not like an ardent monarchist or Republican. Um, I just sort of know so a nod to their existence is basically how I sum up my views on the royal family. Um, yeah. I think, and I think a lot of the British public have my views or more favourable views on them. Um, yeah, I think like the and, yeah the militant Republican um, is actually a really really small percentage of people. I don't think anyone really cares that much because. I think the biggest thing you see is like, oh, you know, the taxpayer pays them uh, X amount, yeah. X millions a year. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, we do. But, for, like, we also pay... If you looked at a, a long list of all the shit our tax money goes on to, goes towards... Yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. be horrified to bet some of the, like, the ridiculous yeah. stuff that... It goes towards, like, Saudi arms deals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. I find that... A lot that's more a, unsettling a, than the fact worse. that we give some people a few million. Yeah. And it's also like, yeah, I mean, this goes, in, goes into like tax now, but I don't really care <laughs> about tax. I mean, I earn enough money to keep myself relatively sort of above the red line. 
And like, it's only yeah, a couple hundred quid or so a month. Like, I don't really mm-hmm. care mm-hmm. that the Queen's getting, you know, thousand pound a month yeah. or whatever. And she's pretty chill, you know. She's a pretty cool girl. She just hangs out in a palace, meeting all the people, doing all the chatting for the rest of us. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm alright with that. And matching hats yeah. and, and also coats and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and as you say, like, there's the tourism aspect to it all as well. Yeah, um, so money's coming in. I which, think we break even yeah. at the very least. As a I think we actually yeah. do more than break even, to be honest. I think they make yeah. us more money because they own yeah. a lot of the land mm. and they don't collect rent on it. They just rent it out for free to boroughs, and then boroughs mm. can get really cheap yeah. rents for like. I, I don't know exactly how it works, but I do yeah. think they yeah. make us money. Yeah. 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 And like Prince Charles has this whole Duchy of Cornwall stuff, which I mean, I think actually, um, I, I think I have quite a lot of respect for Prince Charles uh, in a way. I think he, he does get sort of lambasted a bit as a royal um, by a lot so, of people. He's not, but, very, he's, he's not very well liked in Wales. No. I think but, the whole Prince yeah. of Wales title is very... Yeah. It, it leaves a sour taste yeah. in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People, 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 people don't like that. But he's, not, <laughs> he's very, like, uninteresting as a, a royal. Even though he's, like, next in line. Like, the mm. focus is on, like... The Queen and, and Prince Philip, because, you know, they're the old ones and they're going to die any day now. Yeah. And then you've yeah. got, like, the younger ones who are, like, relatable and cool and, and especially Harry, who I think is, I think, probably my favourite royal. Yeah. Um, well, ex I think, he's, well, he's still a royal. I just don't think he bothers yeah. with He's still a royal. It's just handshaking not the handshaking and the... Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is I another mean, really waving. cool move on his part, is that, like, yeah. he sees it, it's a weird setup for anyone to be a part of yeah. and he just doesn't want anything to do with it. I think that's uh, admirable. I mean, part of it, part of it, I think, as well, is I don't know if you <clears throat> either of you have seen The Crown. Um, no, I, have, I haven't, actually. I haven't I have watched, watched all of it. I have watched a fair bit of it. I haven't yeah. seen all of it, but it is good, really good. It is good. I don't know how true it is, obviously. They're, they're, bits of it are obviously rooted in truth, but sort of specific bits about their characters, who knows? Um but from what I can tell, I think the Queen is quite a traditional um, kind of person. Um, she was brought up, I think, at a time when the monarchy was not quite as popular as it was now. So a lot of her, and she had a lot of, she came to the throne when she was very young, and she had a lot of older people at the time who were alive in like the 1800s and stuff. Um, so she had quite a kind of like traditional, you have to do all these things um, because this is how it's done. And otherwise the public will hate you and throw you out of office. Um, yeah. And then I think she transferred a lot of that onto Charles and uh, of that kind of like, this is how it's done and this is how it must be done. Um, and then as a result of that, sort of he's 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 been brought up to be kind of, the, the slightly more boring side of thing, less personality than you have with the younger royals. Um, but also he has an appreciation that as far as you can, if you're a royal member of the royal family, you've had quite a tough time of it. So I think that has kind of led to a bit more freedom that he's kind of helped some of the younger royals like William and Harry um, have. Yeah, yeah that's my that's view right. on it anyway. 
So I think as a result of that, I do have quite a lot of respect for Prince Charles. Um, he's okay. also a very savvy businessman as well. Um, <laughs> so um, that's not that's not really so his so he has like the Duchy of Cornwall trust or something because um, he owns a lot of land in Cornwall because he has has the Duchy of Corn Cornwall or whatever, um, and. Obviously, you know, that's made him a rich man, which some people probably have qualms about. But you think about all the people he's employing and helping to the economy he's stimulating in Cornwall, which itself is um, a, a bit more of a deprived region than the ones we live in currently, like the southeast. So um, I think he's kind of indirectly helped people out, as it were. But yeah. All right. Fair enough. What if humans laid eggs? Right, I'm gonna open up a, a little little bottle Ooh. of beer for the question. Oh, just uh, a question in celebration. That, well done to everyone who's made it this far in the podcast. You also should open up yourself a question beer. Yeah, doesn't matter what pause, time you're. Yeah, yeah. Pause the podcast right now. Get yourself a beer. Come back. Unpause. Done. <laughs> Could, yeah, any time. Nine in the morning, 12 at night. Yeah. Just You're get in the one. car, driving to work. Well, probably not driving <laughs> to work, but... Yeah. Stop. You're, you're in a, in yeah, a rowing boat, going it. around the ocean. Just said get yourself okay. a beer. <laughs> mm. So. Oh, great. I think someone's playing music now, so that's going to be... Oh, fucking hell. I can't hear it. That helps. No, but the, the bloody phone no, can. No. Anyway. Anyway, Tim, I cannot <laughs> wait for your question because they're always so fucking strange. Okay, yeah, this one's yeah, a bit less fair, strange. I am, I'm very ready now. This one is slightly less strange, but... Um, so I was talking to someone the other day and they said to me, well, they do say that you can tell a lot about a man by his shoes. But <laughs> I... So that got me thinking. I was like, what on earth does that mean? Can you? Can you really? And I was like, well, there's a lot of better things you can tell a lot about a man from. Yeah. And I think anyway, you, yeah. could, you could tell a lot more about a man from what he would make a museum about. So my question oh, is, Jesus. if you could make a museum, so you own a museum, hmm. and it's going to be called the Something Museum... What would you have in there? And where would you want it? So I'm going to preface this with some some uh, rules. <laughs> Basically, you know, you don't have to have the most morally okay things. And as long as it's a real object, you can have it. So when I'm saying morally correct, I mean like, if you want a stuffed animal, you can have a stuffed animal, you know. People might get upset about it, but it doesn't matter. It's your museum. Um, oh, so you could have a, a museum where the whole museum is one stuffed animal. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm saying you could have okay. a museum where you have every single animal in the world stuffed. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there's no limit to the amount of stuff you can have. There's no limit to the amount of stuff. There's no limit to the amount of room. Okay. And there's no real limit to the amount of money. But it has to be something that you could feasibly see in a museum. I love how budget. you laid out all these rules <clears throat> and we're basically like, so the rules is there are no limits. No <laughs> rules. Yeah. What, well, about you know, stuff just... the, what about stuff that we don't know 
Like, what if I wanted to have, like, the full wreckage of the Titanic? Like, does it have to be... You um, could have that. You know it's real. You know it's there. So I could have, like, yeah. Cleopatra's, like, sarcophagus. Yeah, why not, man? Yeah. Okay. That, that, that's, okay. So, there's so many things you could do. Uh, well, like, I've, I've Jack, thought it would be easiest. Like, I need to think. Let's, let's, we can break oh, it into bloody. sections. So I've done, I've done some to get you started. Um, okay. So <laughs> I think if I did my museum, I would have a section, and I'm sure you would, Jack, probably as well, about space and the stars and space shit. So yeah. I would have a giant replica of the solar system made out of like those cool materials and I'd have like loads mm. of moon rocks and meteors and then I also think I would have like a ride in the museum so you could <laughs> sit on a little rocket and it like bears you around a little a little course really quickly. <laughs> a rocket um, roller coaster. Yeah. So I think I'd have a space section. Um, okay. So what what's another section? I've got plenty more so let me know oh. when just chip I mean, in when you're ready. Well, I was just going to... I didn't know we had to split it into specific sections. No, you don't just, really have to. Okay, because obviously my my thought immediately went space. This will come mm. as no surprise to either of you and potentially some of our listeners. Um, yeah, my my first thought was rocks of the solar system. Where you just have rocks from different planets. It'd be You've got sick. like, yeah, but and moons of the, the planets. <laughs> <laughs> they all look exactly the same, Jack. <laughs> but they're from different planets, Sam. All right, Mars would be slightly red. Earth, we know what those look like. The ones on <laughs> Venus will be melted. I'm just making all this I shit I don't think now. Venus, oh, Venus does have rocks, but not very many. <clears throat> and yeah. Mercury is basically just the moon. Looks the same. <laughs> It's it's more molteny. I don't know. I don't know about the geology of most of the planets, to be honest, or the moons. Jack, um, quick question: How long could I stand on yeah. the surface of Mercury before I die? Not long. Um, I think you could stand on the surface of Mercury for longer than you could stand on the surface of Venus without dying. Um, really? I think it's like a it's like a minute and a half or something. Well, even I mean, even without a suit, you would be dying. For that minute and a half, <laughs> <laughs> the, you would be a bad around, minute and like, half. Whistling. It would take you a Hands minute and a half to die, which is what <laughs> I assume your question was. Yeah, what would kill me? Yeah. Would it just be the atmosphere or like this fact that you're like, white, um, like two meters away from it, the sun? It, <laughs> it, I mean, you're a bit further out than two meters, but um, yeah, Who's no, um, it would be a it'd be a combination of heat and unsuitable surface and lack of suitable i don't think no no atmosphere so being in a vacuum um they would all do it for you okay that's all right it's enough time to listen to the the intro of this podcast (laughs) as a stream as as a stream that is (laughs) very true true. (laughs) anyway yeah so back to the museum i still have no idea what my after after space rocks, my thought went to a, a frankly terrible idea, but also okay. implausible. We'd have the biome of each planet in the um, <laughs> solar system. 
would be dreadful. You would just what, do just death chambers. You just walk in and just die. <laughs> well, presumably you'd find some way to have suitable spacesuits, but because all the biomes are so different, you need separate spacesuits, and it's it's just a terrible idea. It's it's just <laughs> awful because you have Venus where the the atmosphere is like four times thicker, so you, it's like crushing. Um, you have temperatures of 400 degrees, you have acid rain, you have just the, pos- the, the worst place you could possibly want to be yeah. um, in terms yeah. of heat. And then you have Pluto, where the temperature is minus 220 degrees Celsius, and there's no atmosphere. There's like, the, you can't have a suit that really works for both of those, because you've got a 600 temperature degree range that you've got to cater for. Um, we could work it out, we could work it out. Life finds a way. Um, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sam, so, any ideas? Yeah, that's that's my contributions to the the think, museum. <clears throat> it my idea. I I just it just came to me was would be kind of like a Madame Two Swords of <laughs> like people from way way back in the past who okay. don't really know what they looked like. And have yeah. like the most like, like an exact like reconstruction of what they really really looked like. So you could see what right. Jesus looked like. You could see, you could what, see what Caesar, Caesar. And yeah, okay. Cleopatra, yeah. another example. You could see exactly what they, and also that they're wearing like their original, their actual clothes. Mm. And you could like go up and like like touch them or smell them or whatever you want to do. Probably won't smell great, but. Like Henry the Eighth, <laughs> to see how like big he actually was, yeah, yeah. Um, or Lincoln, uh... anybody, and actually have like, yeah, you know, their actual like, um, like yeah, if it's Elvis, he's there with his like one of his guitars, like all of their props or whatever, you know, mm. Like mm. A, a king, king, like Richard's sword, so you can actually <laughs> go and like interact and experience like what all these crazy historical figures look like on on the topic of swords i thought about this i was like what about if you got like proper old roman swords and shields and shit and you could just wear it you know have a little fight with your pals put it all on <laughs> i actually like, that would be once, sick have I a remember, small roman battle that would be pretty sick i, I remember i went to i think all of this was actually like not authentic stuff but um, I went to like a medieval fair at um, a place called Gory Castle in Jersey, like when I was nice. like eight. Um, and I was really obsessed with like swords and Romans and yeah, like, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and, I, and this guy was like, he was showing like this medieval sword. And like, I just wanted to like go over and like have a look at it. And he let me hold it. And then all of a sudden, like, like I was with my dad and then like, the guy started like dressing me up in this actual like with chain mail and like <laughs> like put all this stuff on me and there's this photo of me like holding this sword and all this gear and it was like such an awesome experience actually to like wear all this really yeah. heavy like this like tabard or whatever um, um, yeah and hold this actual like massive sword I don't know how I kept all that up for the photo yeah. I was so I, was, I couldn't have been older than eight and I'm holding all this really heavy shit um, but that photo is like my favourite thing I think my dad has the original if I find if I ever find a copy I'll send it to you because it looks yeah, so cool yeah you got to 
That's the yeah. thing. Museums spread such like joy to children as well. We probably and couldn't yeah. do that anymore. You couldn't, you couldn't have just any. An eight-year-old a sword. You can in these <laughs> museums. You can in yeah, exactly. these ones. Health and safety yeah, is no, what, what's ones. health and safety. <laughs> no. uh, I thought maybe a good one would be having a gaming room. So I really like gaming and like all things old school. So you could have like every type of console and you could just go play on one and you could have like all the old pinball machines and pac-man you could just have everything all there nice. and everyone could go play yeah. on it for free i also yeah that, that'd be yeah that would be cool but i, I you're 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 on the right lines i think with like interactive because like yeah, museums yeah. are cool if you have a right sort of like frame of mind like an appreciation for things but mm. one of the things is like Especially as a kid, I would just really just want to like touch everything. Like everything's behind yeah, like, these yeah. glass cases. I just want to like touch it and like see what it feels like. You know, like yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Ten thousand year old axe. Just want to hold it. Yeah, um, yeah. So I want to like essentially just the British Museum, and you can just go in and you can just like just fucking touch everything. To climb cool. up, uh, <laughs> climb up dinosaurs. Yeah, and climb stuff. up the yeah. the, the giant yeah, yeah. T Rex. <laughs> and also, oh, back to my Man and Two Swords. I think it'd be sick to see. Like old ex- extinct animals from millions of years ago, actually like oh, yeah. have, like like almost like a petting zoo, basically dress <laughs> just go ride a mammoth. Yeah, yeah. Just see what they, you know, that'd be cool. Or like what, see like the evolution, see every single step on the like, on the evolution of humans. Like see every single ah. different species ah, from like the yeah, slug. Yeah. To us. That's interesting. And see, <laughs> yeah. literally, even though like we don't know, we've got a pretty good idea. But obviously, there might be mm. some species along that gaps like, in like, it. line that we don't know. We don't even yeah. exist. And so to see actually what the process was, would yeah, be fucking cool. Mm. Yeah, basically, I just want like the British Museum just like turned up to eleven. <laughs> the British Museum you can touch stuff you can touch everything yeah yeah oh, what you I haven't given me is names what would you name your museums oh. um, well pick my mix. space one <laughs> pick and mix <laughs> I like that that's good um Space. Yeah, Space World. <laughs> it's not like naming a pub. You can just call it like uh, the dog and sausage. You, uh, yeah, yeah, fair. I don't know what I'd name mine, yeah. to be honest. Uh, no. To, uh, you can, if you can see it, you can touch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So I think if our museum was combined, like if we had... It would be mad. Like my man of two, two, sword, two swords slash... Like the you can just tuck and fucking touch everything. Plus <laughs> Jack's space rock exhibition, Tim's gaming, and space room. biome, and space, and space biome. biome. And what else would you imagine? <laughs> I feel like I would also have like a big a big bit about nature. So I'd get like the tallest tree in the world and put it in the museum and have like the biggest birds flying around in the top. And you'd be like, yeah. you could just bird spot. In a giant out, like kind of greenhouse kind of area, you could just be like, "Oh, yes. I'm just gonna go spot a peregrine falcon." 
So there it what is. I'm trying to say is you'd, bas- <laughs> you'd basically have to build a hollowed out skyscraper to fit this massive <laughs> yeah. tree in. Yeah. Is that like that 120 meters tall? I mean, that would be that'd sick. That would be yeah. sick. Yeah. Like, imagine a whole skyscraper dedicated to one tree and all the plants and animals that live in there. And you could just like go up to the top and... Ah. Yeah, that would be cool. That's like some... Yeah. Some, it's like, I don't know, crazy yeah. stuff. Like the Eden Project on steroids, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would also, so just, just the last thing would be like a mini art gallery of all like the greatest painters uh, of all their like lost paintings. Okay. So, like, mm-hmm. How many lost like, paintings? I mean, there's, I, there's loads. I mean, you obviously know about them because they're lost or maybe there's like a record of them from like hundreds of years ago, but no, there's no pictures of them. There's mm. only like a written description yeah. of like like an old Van Gogh or Picasso or Rembrandt mm. or whoever. Um, yeah, and like no one knows exactly what they were like look like. So have a gallery of all these lost paintings, so you can actually see. Yeah, oh, that's what that fucking painting that is only described mm. but no photo exists. Mm. Um, that's that's a good one actually. It's interesting. I saw a thing the other day that was just... I don't remember exactly what it was saying, but it was basically just highlighting how many paintings went missing during the war. Like... Oh, yeah. That, those, so yeah. so yeah. many yeah, paintings yeah. have gone missing and they've just never been found again. And it's just like, yeah. they're in people's houses, they've been sold on black markets all over the world now. Loads yeah. of the paintings that are in the Louvre are now just like, yeah, they're not there anymore. Who knows where they are? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> is ridiculous. Hopefully yeah. the hopefully they are, I mean it's it's not great that they were stolen, but hopefully they are just in someone's house or in someone's attic, and hopefully they will be like discovered. And yeah, hopefully they weren't destroyed. Yeah. But also, yeah, I mean, museums actually contain a lot of art that was stolen by the Nazis from people. Like, yeah. So many Jewish yeah. families had their these heirlooms, these like paintings that they had in their family for generations. Nazis stole them, and then years later, when they got hold of the uh, the, you know, the government got hold of the paintings, sent to a museum. So you have these families trying to get it back from the museum, and mm. the museum's like, nah. In classic <laughs> museum fashion, they're like, it's mine now. <laughs> you're like, what do you mean? Well, yeah. it took us ages to get it in here. We're not yeah. going to get it out. <laughs> you a plaque with your name on it, isn't? Won't that do? You can come see it any time. <laughs> Do you, do you have any idea how much this is worth? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you can't touch it. We put it in a nice Thanks. frame and everything, so we yeah. can't take it out of the frame. <laughs> Who's going to see it at your house? <laughs> yeah, nobody. Loser. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, oh well, yeah. So, all yeah. Right. I want to go to a museum when this is all over. I was thinking about the Bristol Museum, and it's got oh, actually yeah, loads yeah. of stuffed animals, and it's really cool. So. Oh, nice. I heard a really funny story about a museum in London. I'll leave you on this one. But um, <laughs> ages ago, years and years ago, they had a museum and they wanted a walrus back in like the 1700s, 1600s. So they're like, okay, well, let's just buy a walrus. So they bought a walrus from some people up in Iceland and they, and the wal- they sent it over. And they get this walrus in, they're like, oh no, something's happened to it on the way over. It's all wrinkly. Look how wrinkly it is. They're like, oh well, I guess, I guess we're just going to have to like stuff out the wrinkles. 
So it didn't, oh. they didn't know, because they didn't know what a walrus looked like. They didn't realise it was meant to be big and flabby. So they stuffed this walrus, like, sewed out. Apparently, there's oh a museum God. in London where you can find, like, a walrus, which is three times the size that it should be. And its oh. skin is, like, taut. <laughs> oh, my God. It so sounds low. horrific, but it's oh. in London. You can go and see it. My sister see. told me about it. The ridiculous <laughs> walrus. Giant walrus. <laughs> oh, I just thought it was so funny. They just didn't know. They were like, oh, well, it's, something's gone wrong. It's wrinkly. Something's wrong with it, yeah. <laughs> this is not, yeah, this, this is not a normal animal. It's deflated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good times. Oh, deflated walrus. What if humans laid eggs? All right, then, there we go. That's that's your episode. That's it for this week. Uh, I've been Sam. I've been Jack. And I have been Tim. Uh, and yes. if, if you want to find our podcast, you can yep. find it in all sorts of places. You can find it uh, on <laughs> Jack's Instagram. You can find it. Uh, on my grinder, apparently, which I have. Uh, you can find it on the bottom of a Carlsberg export bottle that you're holding in your right hand. Yeah. You can find it on the instruction manual on that piece of IKEA furniture that you haven't got round to building yet. And you can find it also on an old um, Excel uh, document on an old Windows Vista computer oh yeah i forgot about that one <laughs> yeah that's obviously that's obviously the the main place where we advertise yeah. or yeah. wherever you get your you get your podcasts <laughs> just make sure because <laughs> those, those are the only places you can actually find us what if humans laid eggs What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs?